I believe in you because he believes in me. And it serves as a constant reminder not to lose faith in people because Jesus never gives up on me. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Learn more about Nebo Tools at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Uh, I want all of you to do something with me right now. You can do it right where you're sitting. Just point your finger at yourself and do what I do and say what I say. I believe in you. Point at anybody. Because he... Believes in me. You know, recent research tells us that one of the main reasons that people, especially young people, leave the church today and turn their back on Christianity is because they become disappointed in those who profess to be Christian. Now, that is a sad and tragic finding. And it certainly illustrates how important it is for us to live our testimony outwardly, outwardly, what we believe inside. But I will tell you that leaving the church because of what some people do or don't do has nothing to do with the faith that you should have in God. Now, several years ago, I went through a period where I was very disappointed in some people. How many knows what that feels like? <laughs> to be disappointed in some people. Well, I was frustrated. I was angry. Certainly ready to give up on these people. And then I heard that still, small voice. Now, I think that you know the one I'm talking about. The still, small voice is that thought that comes to you that rings so true. It rings so true that you know it could not have possibly have come from you. It could not possibly be my own thought. And as this message was being transported, I knew immediately it was the Lord. And this is what it said. Bob, you've disappointed me many times. But I still believe in you. Long, awkward silence between me and God at that point. But of course, I, I knew he was right. You see, we know, we're confident that we believe in him, but sometimes we forget he believes in us too. He has great expectations of us, and we know this because the word tells us that we can 
grieve or disappoint the Holy Spirit when we know to do right and we don't. And you can't be disappointed in someone unless you have expectations of them, can you? I mean, if you don't know or care about someone and they go and do something stupid, you're not disappointed in them. Because you didn't expect anything from them. So to grieve the Lord means he has high expectations of us. He has high expectations for you and me both. He sees our destiny. He knows our purpose and our potential. So when we mess up and when we repent, he not only forgives us, but his expectations expectations of us are fully restored. And he continues to believe in us. Well, since that event years ago, when he revealed that simple truth to me, it never left me. And when I get frustrated with someone, or to be more truthful, I get angry. And certainly when someone disappoints me, this little reminder is there, along with that little ritual. I believe in you because he believes in me. And it serves as a constant reminder not to lose faith in people. Because Jesus never gives up on you. The next time someone disappoints you, remember this. They weren't made to come through for you. They weren't designed never to disappoint you. There's only one who never fails. And one thing he will never fail to do is to believe in you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And he hasn't. He said, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. And he is. So listen, it's okay to continue to believe in someone who has let you down. Because, and remember this, that's what Christ has done for you and for me. So say it with me one last time. I believe in you because he believes in me. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Over 900,000 moms per year choose to abort their baby, and 85% of them are single moms. It's hard to choose life when you're feeling alone, but Embrace Grace has a goal to change that. Embrace Grace equips and empowers churches to start support groups around the nation and the world to walk alongside moms with unintended pregnancies. With over 400 support groups in churches around the nation, lives are being saved. Partner financially with Embrace Grace today. For just $25 per month, your gift can help train leaders of a church to find moms that need help. For $100 per month, your gift can help reach and inspire more churches to start a group. And for $250 per month, your gift can launch a group at a church. Together, we can help her be brave and ensure that no single mom walks alone. Go to EmbraceGrace.com for more information on how you can partner with Embrace Grace to save them both. EmbraceGrace.com Thanks to our sponsor, Nebo Tools, with flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. On the Bright Side returns. So I want to talk for just a minute about having a let's do it mentality. Let's have a let's do it mentality this year because for many of us, we naturally have a cautious 
mentality. It's just built right into us, right along with looking both ways before you cross the street. But I believe that God wants us to have a let's do it mentality that is focused on advancing and not retreating. And you know, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they did something a few weeks ago that really caught my attention on this subject. If you remember, they played the Indianapolis Colts in a game that didn't really mean anything. Meaning if they lost against the Colts, they were still in the playoffs. And if you follow football, and you're from Texas, so you do, you know that the normal strategy is to rest your best players and not take a chance on them getting hurt, especially going into the all-important playoff season. But the Dallas Cowboys didn't do that. They decided that the success that they were having and the intensity that they were playing with and the momentum that they were building, that they could not afford to squelch that. And that they thought that they were better served by charging forward on all cylinders, all hands on deck. And so they went out and they handily defeated the Colts that Sunday. And it was a great example of the let's do it mentality. They said, this is who we are. We're not slowing down. We're not backing up. We're going forward. The book of Samuel helps me out with this philosophy. When it tells the story of Jonathan... Now, Jonathan was the son of Saul, and at one point, the Israelites' enemy, the Philistines, were gathering their huge army, preparing to destroy the Israelites. And Jonathan and his armor-bearer, who for some reason the Bible doesn't tell us his name. He's only referred to as the young armor-bearer. Anyway, Jonathan and his armor-bearer snuck out of the camp, and they went over to the enemy lines, and they let the enemy see them. And being only the two of them, because of his faith in God and God's promise to deliver Israel from their enemy, Jonathan stepped out in the open and he challenged the Philistine army. And he determined that if they said, hey, come to us and fight, that God was going to give him victory over the Philistines. And you need to read the story. Read it. You know what happened? That's exactly what God did. They had a great victory over their enemy that day. You see, Jonathan had a let's do it mentality. God had already promised. Jonathan trusted God. So Jonathan, to Jonathan, it was time to just do it and advance the purpose of God. There was no reason to wait. The king... Saul, he was still down the mountain trying to figure out what to do, trying to put a hold on the situation, trying to buy some time. And I don't know about you, but I think that I'm like King Saul way too much of the time. I'm like, okay, let's just hold up a second. Let's examine this situation. Let's let's examine this so I can get a handle on a plan so that I can make the right move when I'm ready. But you see, there are lots of things in the kingdom of God that you don't need permission to do. The word of God is filled with instructions and commandments for us to do. I think many of us even misunderstand or misappropriate the term 
wait on the Lord. We love that phrase. I'm just waiting on the Lord. And certainly there is a proper context for waiting on the Lord. But many times, our decision to wait is just our version of no. No, I'm not sure. No, I'm afraid. No, I'm not ready. And many times when we say we're waiting on the Lord, the truth is, He's waiting on us. Jonathan was in alignment with God's purpose, and he had a let's do it mentality. I believe that's why God used him in that situation. He still had to fight the battle, and you'll probably have to fight yours too. But his faith in God and his actions brought the victory for his people. And your faith, your faith followed by your actions will bring victory for you too. One of Pastor Erwin McManus's writings, I'll never forget, he said, go until you get a no. I believe that God meant for us to take the battle out there in everything. And using our gifts and talents and sharing the gospel with the world and building his church, we weren't meant to sit on the sidelines, you see. And just watch the game go by. The Apostle Paul said, run the race with the desire to win it. That's what Paul said. Listen, this year, this year, I challenge you to have a let's do it mentality. Say yes. Go forward in Jesus' name. Don't let anyone or anything including yourself, stop you from pursuing God's purpose in your life. Pray for his direction at every turn, but go living each day in faith that you are more than a conqueror through him who loves you. There may be things in your life today that you don't understand and they seem unfair. Stay right there and be encouraged. God wants you to be hopeful and trust him during difficult times. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Thanks for listening to On the Bright Side with entrepreneur and business owner Bobby Bollinger. But first I want to ask you a question. Are you one of those people who always want to know why? Why things happen the way they do? I happen to be one of those people. And there are lots of things I don't understand, and I wish I knew the reasons why, but I just don't. And for instance, there's just a few things that are really bothering me right now. i got to tell you about them. This really gets me. Why doesn't McDonald's sell hot dogs? Wouldn't you like a McDog? (laughs) And for kids, a McDoggy? 
Why do doctors call what they do a practice? <laughs> Shouldn't they already know what they're doing? Bothers me. Why don't you ever see the headline, Psychic Wins Lottery? I don't know. But this really bothers me because I've been traveling a lot lately. Uh, it really gets me. Why are there flotation devices under your seat on an airplane instead of parachutes? <laughs> Have you wondered about that too? Because I don't know about you, but if there's a problem at 30,000 feet, I'm not worried about drowning. I just want to know why. But doesn't it, doesn't it seem like there's always plenty of things that we can't figure out? We want everything to make sense. But it just doesn't. For example, Dana and I have been trying to figure out and make some sense out of this but, uh, for the last several months. But at our house, there's this bird. Uh, it's a red bird. I think it's a cardinal. Who will fly directly into our window head first, hundreds of times every day. I'm serious. It's a, it's a kamikaze bird. And there's nothing we can do to stop him. He flies head first and starts at 6 a.m. We can hear him. He flies head first into the window, takes the hit, shakes it off, gets up, goes at it again. We don't know why. Is he crazy? Is he depressed? <laughs> what did we do to him? I don't know. I don't know why. But, uh, you know, I plead guilty. I actually enjoy making fun of some of the things that we don't understand. But the truth is there are also things that happen to us that we don't understand that aren't funny at all. And those things are bound to happen to each and every one of us. And believe it or not, that's the way it was meant to be. Oliver Wendell Holmes once said, trouble makes us one with every human being in the world. We all have that in common. We can't escape it. Sinner or saint, the trials, they will come. But the good news is that every Christian is to have an understanding and an attitude about the trials that they encounter. And the understanding is this. We don't have to understand it. We just have to know that the Lord always has our best interest in mind. You see, our trials are many times simply a test of our faith. To see if the trial unravels us or if it makes us stronger. To see if we call on him and rely on him to get us through it or even intervene on us for, uh, on our behalf for us to, and work it out. The word tells us we're going to be tested. The apostle Paul said the testing of our faith develops perseverance. And perseverance, which is stamina, is something God knows we have to have if we're going to fight the good fight. We're all destined to face tough, tough times in our lives. And the word shares so many great stories of real people who had real problems. And you can't talk about trials without talking about Job, 
Do you remember Job's story? Life was good with Job. Business was great. Large family. And he lost it all. His family. Dead. His wealth gone. His health deteriorating. His wife even told him to curse God and die. Job's heartbreak was real. There was no earthly sign of any hope at all. But do you you know what Job said? Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. You see, Job saw the big picture. Job passed the faith test. He didn't understand why he had to lose so much. He just made a decision to trust God anyway. And you know the story. Job was restored to life and health and wealth and had the family manyfold. But make no mistake about it, Job remembered well his time of despair because it made the blessings of God so richly appreciated the rest of his life. You know, there may be things in your life today that you don't understand. You feel like what's happening to you isn't fair. And it makes you feel hopeless and discouraged. Well, let me tell you something. This is the very time when God wants to find the Job that's in you. This is the time when you have to trust him. You remember what Dr. Marty said last Sunday? She said, your breaking point can be your turning point. It's our destiny to be tested in every area of our life, spiritually, physically, in our relationships, and in our finances. And we don't have to enjoy the testing, but we have to trust God that these tests are valuable, nonetheless. The Apostle Paul certainly had his share of troubles also. But this is what he said. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. We're cast down, but we're not destroyed. Paul was saying, we're going to have some trouble, but we're going to make it in Jesus' name. I don't know what you're going through today, but I do know that through Christ, we have hope and the promise of a glorious, eternal future. And like Job, there will be a time of testing, but true to his promise there will also be a time of blessing. Will you hold on to that promise in your life today? I know you will. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play, let Nebo light your way. 
Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197.